0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Everybody. Welcome to the show. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, pop art painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. The big show, ladies and gentlemen. You found it. i sure I'm glad you did. Man, am I excited to be doing the show today. We, uh, it's been a crazy weekend here in South Florida. We uh, had our once in a decade, um, actually I think longer than that, uh, cold snap where, and you know, no one is used to that here. Um, everybody was freaking out man uh myself included i guess i've lived here about 10 years now and i guess i'm an official floridian um it's weird i I don't think that way in my head but uh yeah i was all you know bringing plants inside and all this and that and uh we all survived it was uh you know broke out the turtlenecks and everything was fine and so here we are to do the show and i'm very excited because I watched this film the other night um, with my wife. We have an an actor from the film on today. And I was just amazed by it. It it was so cool and um, so interesting. And everybody just did a bang-up job. The name of the film is uh, Potato Dreams of America. And our guest today is Mr. James Grioni. I I hope I'm pronouncing that right, and I could be pronouncing it wrong. James, am I, am I covering up your last name?
2: It's um, you're close, you're really close. It's Griersoni, it's Sardinian, uh, So no, no bad juju. Yeah, it's totally one. I think I'm one of three in the United States. So totally <laughs> chill. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll nice tell you. Here.
1: I know you're you're from the uh, Seattle uh, the Metro Seattle area, and uh, it's it's funny because one of my I'm not in the movie business. I'm a painter. Normally, uh, I have my little podcast here, um, and one of my collectors is a. I've got this car guy who is lives in Seattle. He owns you know sixty cars, and he's really into Grand Prix racing. So I've been painting all these cars for him, and whenever I see an oh. X and a, and it, I, my mind automatically goes to the pre, You know, it's sorry oh, about yeah, that. Oh yeah, right. No, you're
2: but. Yay! Oh, um, that's awesome. That's awesome. You're a painter. I I'm currently also doing art security for the paintings at the Frye Museum. Uh, if you know that, uh, at the Seattle Museum as well. It's an awesome place. Nice, nice. It's really, that's yeah, fantastic. It's really, really cool to to see all those. Like you know, the fact that human beings can paint like photorealistic images, uh, landscape. Oh yeah. And just yeah, it's beyond me.
1: It's. Uh... <laughs> Takes a while. Uh, you know, it's like yeah, anything yeah. though. You know, James, you're making movies and stuff too. I mean, I don't know how you guys do it. It's uh and you're fantastic. And you're you're one of the I was looking doing a little research, you know, uh this weekend and everything, getting ready for the show. Mm-hmm. And you're just fascinating. You're you you and your um your your gal uh your lady, um, teach yoga and whatnot yeah. and Course, you were in Twin Peaks. I mean, you know, I'm trying not to fanboy a little bit about that fact. And, you know, I mean, man, all I'm saying is if I was to throw a party, you know, if the world was back to normal and I was going to throw a dinner party, uh, James, you would be at the top of the list as an interesting character to invite. You know what I mean?
2: Um, Just really, that's really humble. Oh, I, kind of feel like, I kind of feel like um, yoga, which is kind of based in a form of conscious manipulation, so just like, you know, meditation as well, so this ability to kind of sort of look at the mind and look at life through a different fractal lens, that really turned, uh, transcends into acting as well. It's like, you know, you're putting on a different pair of shoes to get into the psychology of different people, and that's what you know, the art form of acting is, um, and then ultimately telling the story through that lens. And so I think they all these passions that I have uh, feed into each other, and then especially during the times that we live in, it's about telling um, very unique stories, but then also on the yoga end, I think it's about kind of understanding that we're all uh, just like a form of consciousness, we're all in the same boat together. It doesn't matter if we think we're in separate oceans, it's all in the same boat. Right. Right.
1: Well, you know, it's interesting. I, um, I, I had a, a band on the show, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, and I, I was talking to the guitar player, and uh, he also is one of the primary songwriters for the band, and he was saying, he goes, yeah, he goes, some of my best ideas for lyrics and, and, and music in general come when I'm driving to work, to my day job. You know, I'm in traffic. I, I'm kind of zoned into that. I'm not even really thinking about me. And then all of a sudden, boom. And I'm like, you know, creatively for me, it's the same. All of my neighbors make fun of me because I'm, I'm the guy on the block who, um, you know, is constantly messing in his yard and mowing the grass, you know, just doing stuff out there. And, you know, I was talking to him and I said, you know, one of the reasons, a lot of people don't probably don't realize this, is in my head I'm working out stuff like for paintings and this and that, okay, I can do it this way or that. And it's almost, I don't want to like uh, diminish people that actually do serious yoga and and expand their consciousness and their brain. But I find that that when you're doing something and you're kind of focused on, on this point, creative things open up to, or tend to for me at least. I, I don't know if that's a mild form of yoga or uh, – just getting your head in the game, oh, maybe a little bit,
2: or out of the game. Yeah. You to, you know. Well, I, I teach meditation is kind of the, the way that I sort of uh, you know I teach it you know very part time, just to you know a few people. But mm. uh, the way that I kind of describe it is, you know, you can't really control the waves that are coming onto the beach. I mean, you're from Florida, you know what that is. <laughs> and um, you can't right. really <laughs> control the waves. The waves coming onto the beach, but you can sit there in the sand and observe. The waves coming on the beach. It's the same thing with your thoughts. You can't really stop your brain from thinking, but you can make yourself available to see what thoughts are coming into the mind. And that's kind of, you know, it sounds sort of like what you were just saying. Is you're you're sort of out there in your garden, mucking around, and uh, you know, you're you're kind of just in this meditation where things are just allowing to kind of come up for you, and you get to pick and choose which parts and which ideas and thoughts that you want to engage in. So. it's Yeah, again, like, and then with that in acting, where it's like, I'm this character, how would James come at something? Okay, well, that's what James would do. Well, how would, you know, John such and such from this time period in in this location, what things would come up for them? And so, you know, just like you have a canvas, that's external, I feel like acting is almost like having a psychological blank canvas. You can just put whatever things you want onto it.
1: That's cool, man. That is cool. Let me ask you this: Growing up, did you know? Did you know that you know, um, showbiz was you know that this is what you were, the business you were going to be in?
2: That's an awesome question. Um, my dad always says he's like, "You're either going to be an entertainer or an engineer," um, and I chose the less uh, financi- financially stable around. <laughs> I love uh, it. Yeah, I mean, no regret, no regret, because, you know, I've been really lucky, and um, I had ADHD, I guess I have it, I have ADHD, and it really exploded in my youth, um, I also have a minor, I've got a form of a Tourette syndrome, which is, you know, kind of, uh, really, physical, and yeah, like ticks. and I had all this energy, I had nowhere to funnel it, and of course, being a young guy, uh, movie, movies were a thing, and I remember I was really influenced by cinema, and I would goof around, joke around, record myself. And in recording myself or performing, I noticed uh, my kicks would disappear. And then I also noticed, wow. too, that, yeah, that um, this hyper level of energy became a hyper level of focus. And so I think, you know, with my resume what have you, you know, having theater experience and film experience, music experience, you know, even podcast experiences – it shows that whatever energy is pumping through my body, it's it's really awesome to be able to funnel it into creative outlets. But I should say so engineer, you know, I'm just gonna see <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was just
1: laughing. I was telling my wife the other night, when I was a, a teenager, my father, you know, he was he was an engineer and a mechanical engineer right. and, and his we lived in I grew up in Metro, Detroit and his big plan for me, he's like, well, you like to draw and whatnot. You need to go to work for GM designing cars, you know, you need to be drawing cars. Mm. That's what, there you go. And, uh, I'm sure in his mind, he thought that was best for me. And, and, you know, he probably get a swimming pool out of the deal or something. Um, (laughs) that was his plan. (laughs) Of course, being a young buck, I, you know, I'm like, Oh, he wants me to do, there's no way I'm doing that. You know, what's the opposite of that. And, um, and it's funny because you know he passed years ago, and he uh, he is laughing his head off now somewhere because here I am painting cars, <laughs> you know, all you cars right? every night. It all I'm comes like full that.
2: circle. <laughs> you know. Isn't it but funny? To, you know, cool. know, like you know, like those things, those things just work out. You know, it's somebody drops oh, yeah. the seed, you know. 20 years prior, and then it, it manifested mm-hmm. itself. However, it does. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh that's a
1: good story. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's cool. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. <laughs> Listen to this cool episode ad free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.ja.m.i.e.r.o.x.x.us.
0: My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. That's com. as well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Hey there, my name is Paige Beattie, and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming
2: smiles. Hats On is a for profit corporation that sells cancer specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage
0: of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a non profit corporation raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming
2: smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another. A friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please visit our website
0: www.hatsonhatsoff.com to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rux Gear, the online webshop of high end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holler to Miami to London, ww.murch.jamyb.us Well this is a
1: fantastic movie. I, I really enjoyed this. It was it was interesting. My uh, my wife, she uh, manages a retail store, and she uh, strangely had a, a weekend off. She normally gets one day off and during the week and then later on during the week, you know, something like that. Uh, but she had the weekend off, so it was kind of her holiday around the house here. And so since she was off work and, you know, enjoying the weekend, I, I like, hey, I've got a bunch of work to do. Why don't you – you can watch whatever you want to watch. Uh, TV is your, mm-hmm. – you're in charge. So um, – she's like, great, we're not watching, you know, documentaries about, or weird cinema, you know, with subtitles that you normally watch. And I'm like, eh, nice. watch whatever you want. So she had watched, I um, mean, she spent the whole day watching it was some show on uh, one of the streamers, I think it was Netflix or something, about, there was a, a guy that was on The Bachelor. See, I don't even know any of this stuff. There was a little guy on The Bachelor, and then he had come out. Turns out he was gay and all this. And there was a whole, like, little docu-series that she watched all day. And I said, Mm. hey, I've got to watch. We had dinner. And I said, I really, um, I need to take TV over in the front room, if you don't mind. Uh, I've got to watch this movie, you know. Got one of the actors coming on. She's like, (laughs) oh, great. One of your weirdo movies. What's what's it called? And I'm like, well, I I can't remember the exact because I didn't want to tell her, you know, because the title kind of throws you a little bit. Uh, If you're you're coming from a place of no knowledge. So I'm like, I don't know. It's, It's supposed to be pretty interesting, though and um i said i think there's a gay character and she's and so she was on the lgbt train you know she just watched this thing and she's like oh we're watching it i said okay so uh we did my my ruse worked and um we were was fascinated <laughs> i was fascinated we really enjoyed it um and I, you know it was it was interesting because it, it really addresses uh, several things, you know, uh, the, the immigrant story and, and all of that in a cool way that I had not seen done before. Well, I have seen it, yeah. but a cool lens of it, you know, um, mm-hmm. and you know, from a, a sitcom influence, you know, it's just so cool. And this is such a great movie that I, uh, I hope everybody watches it. How was it to, to make,
2: uh, Potato or something. Well again too, you kinda of with what you're talking about, uh, about The Bachelor, you know, um a guy kinda of comes out and sort of you know, lack of a better term, embraces his, his own authenticity. It was just made public, you know, you know, PR and what I did, marketing oh, yeah. and media. Um but for me as a as an actor, uh it was I all I can say is it was really like a huge learning experience. Uh you know, just as, as James and as an actor, uh, because, you know, it's not necessarily, I've never been, it's not necessarily the characters that I'm normally cast as. Um, and then it's also a film, it's also a film where it's like, you know, I I've worked between peaks and, you know, I played an angel in a film and I played a gangster and I played a killer and I played an alien And all these things, and then you jump into a film that is a very deep, intimate uh, story of embracing love and authenticity and who you truly are and giving yourself a big hug and just accepting who you are. And I've kind of been finding more and more in the culture that we live in today is there's so much pushback on allowing other people to just simply live their truth. And... Right. You know, when you're part of this, you're part of this story that sort of celebrates that. It's and it's it's a bright light in a otherwise kind of a darker time that we're living in. And um, you know, it's just even on a technical end uh, Jamie man, it was. It, it's one of the most beautiful films I've ever been associated with. It you know, it almost has a visualization of like a Wes Anderson film.
0: And you're mm. right, it,
2: it takes it. It takes a dark concept and it makes it sort of bubbly and entertaining and funny, um, which is clearly just the genius and the perspective of Wes Hurley, uh which again this is about his life. Ninety nine percent of it is all accurate to the experience of him hmm. leaving Russia, you know, leaving Russia, coming to America, and then his experience in America uh, in contrast to his experience in Russia. It's, it's just such a unique story. And you're right, too. There's a lot of twists and turns along the way. But from a, you know, I was born in 88. I'm 33. So whatever generation I land in, I think our attention spans have kind of been limited to previous. And the way that this film paces out, you know, the the cuts and just the overall pace of the mm. film, it kept, it kept me constantly engaged. It kept me uh, laughing. It, it kept me kind of tearing up. Um, it really does, it, it, this film just carries the entire story in such a beautiful, smooth, and fun way.
1: It, it really is, and I, I really enjoyed it. Um, now, I know it uh, it did real well. It, it's got all kinds of accolades and whatnot, uh, so, you know, obviously yeah. uh, people are digging it too, you know, and that's got to be, that's so cool. There's no better feeling, at least that I have found, as as, as someone who creates something, when other people are digging what you're doing, man, it that's a good feeling. Yeah. You know?
2: Well I've I mean, had true. the
1: opposite happen. It's not a good feeling. Yeah.
2: You know? <laughs> oh, I've oh I've been my oh, man, I had been I have been there. You better believe it. Like where I have been in so many situations so many situations where you're about to, you know, sign that line and, and get that big deal and then something something happens or something falls through. Right. Yeah you know, with 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 this film it's still funny because, you know, after Twin Peaks it it was a major high and then it, it like all highs mm-hmm. you have to eventually come you know come back down and that was valuable. You know yeah, Peaks the valleys and then you've got someone like Wes that kinda of came through and just offered me this role that allowed me to grow as an artist. And then funny enough is like you know, I looked at this film of like, oh yeah, here's a Seattle independent film. This will keep me busy. This will keep me active. And now we're now we're playing in eight cities: Los Angeles, New York, Seattle, Philadelphia, New Orleans, Houston, Miami, and San Francisco. So we are literally playing all over the United States. And right, uh, we we also are going to be uh, on demand, uh, which I think is more. You know, that's kind of the modern age. You know, movie theaters, video. Oh yeah. And, yeah, and then we've gotten picked up by HBO for a European uh, release. So it's so strange because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's it's strange because it's like with Twin Peaks, for instance. You know, I can I can I can I can say to my grandkids that your grandfather was in a show that played at the Smithsonian. So you know that was like right. whoa, <laughs> you know, and now I now it. it's like I can say. Right? It's like I can say to my grandkids, now I can say, hey, you know, your dad or your granddad finally, you know, got into all across the country movie theaters. Like, they'll probably ask me, they'll be like, what's a movie theater? i am like, get out of here. You're done. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> let me call it up on my
1: hand phone here or something. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, we yeah, so, take it back in time, little kid. Um, but no, honestly, it it is. It's, it's just one of those things. It's like you're an artist, and I'm an artist, and these wins that we experience throughout our life, you know, should most definitely sacred to who we are because this is why, you know, this is the big win in an artist's life.
1: Oh yeah, I was I was reading an interview you had done. Um, I can't remember where I, I saw it. It was sometime this this weekend, and it was you had mentioned um, you were talking about doing the Twin Peaks and whatnot. And beforehand, uh, or you had mentioned during the audition of that that you were a bartender, and I, I chuckled because. I, too, have slung a few drinks uh, back in the day. Um, (laughs) One of the things I think a lot of people don't realize about being an entertainer or an artist or or what have you is um, the lack of consistency. (laughs) Oh, yeah, man. And It's really hard if you're with somebody because it's hard to explain to somebody not it from that world, well, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm doing great now and I just got a good check, but Next week, a deep freeze is a good investment because you never know when you might have a lean week or month or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, But it's, you know, but I was kind of laughing. How did you find the bartending experience? Because um, I found that job fascinating. I probably wouldn't want to do it today, uh, but it was interesting, you know, at least where I was
2: working. Yeah. I feel like being... I was not at a hot place. Like, oh, I was at a hot place, man. I was at the uh, Museum of Pop Culture in Seattle, Washington, which is basically like a rock and wow. roll uh, Hall, of, Hall of Fame version. And, you know, I grew up listening to all kinds of The Who and, you know, Beatles and Led Zeppelin oh, oh, yeah. and Skynyrd. So I'm in this museum that the theme and the vibe of the museum matches who I am brilliantly. And, um, yeah, that, that job... You know, it was like having a, a toxic lover, you know, the, the love making was the most amazing amazing thing in the world. But then like then there's a there's also a lot of problems. Um, and you know, I found I found bartending to be amazing because you you honestly in being a bartender got me in twin peaks because during the audition uh, there was no dialogue but they just asked me. They were like, oh, what do you do? And I was like, I was a I'm a bartender and they asked, what do you like about being a bartender the most? And I've had this clear answer for years, and that is uh, the best thing about being a bartender is you realize that everybody is kind of the same. We all want to be listened to. We all we all want to be cared for. And we all want a really good drink and some entertainment. And that's all I said. And I can tell that they really, yeah, I can tell they really liked what I said. And that was, that was kind of the ups of being a bartender. But ultimately, too, you know, you're in a... You're in an industry that is like it kind of prides itself on intoxication, importation, and, you know, that happens twice. But, you know, af- after a while, you're just kind of like, all right, man, I need something more consistent, and I need something less less insane. Um, and so right. then, you know, ulti- ultimately, <laughs> that's where, like, that's where yoga kind of came in is um, kind of the, the great stabilizer. And Absolutely. I have all marketing... Uh, yeah, I've got my own bartending company that I own where I do private right. bartending, which, like, yeah, that's where I've kind of found how to find balance. It's like, I don't want to work for a corporation if I'm going to do that, I'd rather work for myself. Right, right, absolutely. Well, yeah. i
1: tell you, there is definitely a, a Zen Clarity moment when you're at the um, the change machine at the grocery store, you know, emptying your bucket <laughs> of quarters in there.
2: one of these, dude. That is so funny That you Oh yeah You have been a bartender Okay Yeah Oh yeah, yeah. You Oh dude That I remember I did that every month I would collect all the quarters and the nickels And the dimes And then I would go And yeah. I would, that would be like Yeah that would be like My booze money Or like I'm going to go buy A joint now Kind of a money And uh, Yeah it was a good
1: time Dude that was a, Yeah you're funny man Like talking shop About stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great, great. Yeah Oh, man. Well, it's it's, like I said, it's a fantastic film. Now, it drops, I believe. Where's my notes here? It drops. um, Is it out yet? No, it's not out yet. It
2: is. It is out. January
1: 14th. Oh, no, it is out. Oh, February 22nd. uh, Here it is.
2: Yeah, so on February 22nd, it's going to be on Video On Demand. uh, Nice. Which, again, you know, yeah, like, that's kind of, again, that's like kind of the new you know, home theater experience, but we're currently in, uh, now playing in eight cities. All these plus, theaters, right? Me. Yeah, yeah, from from LA, New York, and everything in between. Um, and let me see real quick too, because I have. Oh yeah, and just like it's gotten insane reception. Like, uh, you know, John Waters, wow. the director, came and saw the film and loved it. Whoopi Goldberg is a fan of the, Jesus, dude. That's crazy. Whoopi Goldberg saw <laughs> movie I was in. You liking your yeah, wow that's Weird fun. I don't remember watching oh, Whoopi man. Goldberg On TV as a kid Because my mom loved her And it was like jumping Jack Flash And uh, Whoopi Goldberg oh, played yeah. uh, uh, A white man and uh, like a rich white guy In a movie one time And now she's watching my movie
1: that.
2: What up with that?
1: I loved her in oh, Star cool. Trek I remember when she was on Star Trek I was like Yo, she played a yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that
2: Next Generation?
1: That was the next generation, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. yeah that's awesome. Which is weird because you know, they have a uh, they have a spaceship with a bar in it and <laughs> they needed a bartender. I'm like, that's a pretty soft job.
2: Where are you working on a spaceship? I was gonna say if I if I ever go back to bartending, I think it would want to be on like Jeff Bezos' you know, spaceships. Or uh, I'll be the, I'll be the, bar, I'll be the bartender that takes us to Mars.
1: Ooh, that would be a big, you're that gonna would need actually a be drink. pretty tight. Oh, man.
2: You're gonna, yeah, once you get on that rock, you're going to need a drink, baby. Make it a Ooh, double. baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's but awesome. no, I mean. I, well, I know the. Uh, I'm on the. Oh,
1: go on. Oh, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh. No, I was just going to say, like, this. I just really,
2: really enjoyed talking
1: to you. This is a really good conversation. Yeah, absolutely, me yeah. too. Now, I was just going to say, I really appreciate you being on. I know you've got a bunch of, the, you guys are all doing a bunch of press right now, um, and you've got um, yeah. a few more to do today, so I, I'll let you get to it, um, but, man, keep doing what you're doing, James. You're real, real good at it, um, you know?
2: And, uh, yeah, it's really nice.
1: www.jamieroxx.us.
2: This is a message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions are at higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19. If you are at higher risk, you should stay home as much as possible and avoid close contact with people who are sick to protect yourself. Call your doctor if you have concerns about COVID-19 and your medical condition, or if you get sick. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Metal Babe Mayhem
1: L B I O N dot com, Michelle Amien.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. I'll be checking everything out. Folks, we have links up uh, on our show page which follow these shows. So when this is, if you're listening to this in the future on Pandora or Spotify or whatever, um, you can click those links and get right there to everything. Uh, the website instagram facebook all of that and um i follow james on uh, instagram and facebook and he is fascinating so i suggest you do as well uh very very you're cool. so sweet that's thank you, you so. thank you yeah absolutely man and i will talk to you soon break a leg man you're
2: you're, you're kicking hey, tail. you're amazing jamie and, and again best best to you your artwork um and just your adventure, my friend, I, I really do appreciate sitting down or standing up and talking with you over the phone. And, um, like, honestly, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, it's situations like this that truly make me feel really humbled and, like, my dreams have actually come true. So I, I deeply, deeply appreciate you. So thank you.
1: Oh, well, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Well, best to you and yours, and I'll talk to you soon.
2: Cheers, my friend. Have a good one. You too.
1: Well, there you go, Bye-bye. folks. Uh, James Grixoni. Uh, hi. Well, what a cool guy, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If you live in Seattle and you want to have a cool dinner party, I don't know, man. Talk to his agent or whatever, you know, um, uh, and uh, get him there because he's the cat to have. Uh, very, very cool. And at the very least, he can mix drinks for everybody. No, I'm, I'm cheating. He'd be way too busy entertaining everybody. Uh, but, yeah, this is a cool film. This is a very cool film. And it's a a story you've not heard before in a way, told in a way you have not heard before or seen. Amazing. Uh, Potato Dreams of America. Like I said, we have um, all the links up. uh, uh, Their main website, and you can get all these links as well, uh, is www.potatodreamfilm.com. Again, uh, grab a pencil or whatever it is you write things down with www.potato uh, www.potatodreamfilm.com and um, it's just really cool. It it, it 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 it's a cool story, you know. There's this boys, basically what what it is. It's he's him and his mom um, are, are living in uh, you know when when the Soviet Union collapsed. Um, I <laughs> believe me, I I remember. I'm, I'm an old man, so I remember when all this happened, and um, it's a big deal watching it from afar on the news you know from from the, the the safety of the US here uh you know in the US suburbia and uh where, that I was in uh, i can only imagine um uh, the turmoil and just I mean imagine your whole country goes through something like oh my gosh you know and and you're a kid and your your mom everybody works for the state you have to realize that everybody in the Soviet Union the whole communist thing worked for the company everybody worked for, went out of business. Oh, man, you know, I mean, wrap your dome around that. And, you know, his, his, his mom's doing the best she can. I'm not giving anything away. I want everybody to watch it. And I'm not going to tone you the parts. They'll be, you know, very, very, uh, with a wide, broad, broad stroke here. She, uh, she becomes a, a, a mail-order bride they get, uh, that's their ticket to, uh, Seattle, uh, to the U S you know, and here's this kid. He happens to be, uh, you know, uh, gay. And, um, and, and I don't know if anybody knows this, you know, if you, if you watch the news or anything that, that ultra homophobic, um, in the, uh, in that culture at that time and, um, you know, moves to the States and, and, and we're all, you know, very postmodern and forward-thinking. Well, we like to think we are, and, and that ain't always the case here in the States. Anyhow, we're working on it, but, you know, we've got a ways to go, and had it even further to go at this point. So it's a, it's a very interesting tale that I really, really enjoyed. I, I came away after watching this film, and I was thinking about it. It, it was rolling around in my, my head. Um, and to me, ladies and gentlemen, and I know something a little bit, something about this, that's good art. That is good art. Um, so definitely worth checking out. Very. And, hey, you know, uh, James mentioned this is playing all over the place. I just saw a thing um, on, uh, I believe, of Instagram. they, they might have been Facebook where uh, it's in New Orleans now. It's in all the big cities. So if you're, you know, buy a place. See it on the screen if you can. See it on the screen if you can. And if you can't, you know, on the 22nd of February, it's going to be dropping on all the little screens. Um, I refuse. I don't even use a phone, but my wife watches stuff on her. I'm like, how can you watch that? I have everything channeled through these our giant TV. Um, and that's If I refuse to watch a movie on a little screen. That's just me. I know. I'm an old man, you know. What can I say? I just uh, – and it's not just visual for me, ladies and gentlemen. It's also audio. I, I don't I, – I sound like an old curmudgeon or something, but, man, you guys have gotten real used to crappy sound through a little phone speaker. Are you kidding me? I'm telling you, I, I tell people this all the time. If you get a little bit of cash, you know, you, you, you get to a point where you get a little bit of cash, a couple of things you need to buy right away. Number one, if you do any type of cooking, buy a decent set of knives. Yes, I'm saying go on Amazon, spend 100 bucks minimum, and buy yourself a decent set of knives. You will be amazed at your cooking experience when you have the right tools to work with. A nice set of knives is real nice. The other thing you should buy as you mature and get to a point where you want to enjoy things um, when you go see a bartender like uh, James and I used to be, and you don't buy the cheapest well vodka, you you go for the top shelf. When you get to that point, man, get yourself a decent set of speakers for your system, man, for your TV, a, a decent sound, and, and not a $15 one, man. Spend a little money, and you will be amazed at your cinematic enjoying experience. You're like, holy moly. They must pay a bunch of people who, uh, you know, make this movie sound amazing. Well, yes, they do. And, you know, those people really enjoy it. Your, uh, the art you're observing, you're immersing yourself in, will be so much better. That's all I'm saying, you know. Get a decent pair of speakers. <laughs> you know? There's some really good ones that begin with the letter B. Any, B is in boys, what I'm saying. Very, uh, very Very cool. Folks, that's going to wrap it up for us today. Um, I really, really enjoyed this. We will be back later in the week. Um, I know, and I've been getting emails from people. You know, I've been your emails, and I've heard we're going to be doing more shows next week and whatnot. I don't want to do more than three a week, though. I, I'm, I'm busy, man. I, I got lots to do. Uh, but even though we're only doing a couple this week, they're really, really good. So, uh, you know, I've, I've been we've been weeding through a lot of cool guests and whatnot, and, Bringing you guys just the uh, the top in the business, the, as they said in Indiana Jones, top men and women. Um, I we yeah. have so very very interesting people uh, telling you know doing interesting projects. That's that's what it's all about. Okay everybody, have a good one, and we will see you soon. Remember the world's a weird place still. You know there's lots going on. Um, if you're out and about doing what you're doing. Be kind, be nice, and if you're in a restaurant or a shop or a store or something, you know what? Nobody cares what your political thoughts are or any of that kind of stuff. Nobody, you know, be like the rest of us. If you want to make a big statement, go get yourself a weird haircut. How about that? Um, That worked for us, and, uh, you know, maybe a little spray paint was involved too, Um, but, you know, We weren't berating people at the supermarket. Come on, man. Really, that's be a little bit innovative. That's all I'm asking. Be a little bit innovative. You know, I'm not telling you what to think or anything. I'm just saying if you're going to think anything, do it creatively and nicely. How about that? Okay, folks, that's it. I'm off my soapbox. We will see you next time.
0: Have a good one. Bye. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Block Talk Radio. Tana oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks, de Pop Rocks Radio. Mantengan tanto.
1: Hej, det här är Hicks från, uh, Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks.
0: Blog Talk radio.